Let's look ahead to a debate happening later in the Doyle. Allegations of abuse by IRA members arising from the Maria Cahill case will be discussed in the House this afternoon. We're asking if other alleged abuse cases could come up during that debate. Paddy MacDonald is the producer of News Talk Lunchtime. Paddy, tell us about the case you've been investigating. Well, in 2002, two men made Pierce McGill, a lifelong Republican and now Sinn Féin councillor, aware of allegations of sexual abuse that they allegedly suffered at the hand of an IRA member when they were minors. The Gardaí were not informed at the time, and it's alleged that the abuser was then subjected to a kangaroo court. Where was that incident alleged to have taken place? In County Louth, allegedly in an IRA safe house. It's believed the IRA member had been on the run from the north and arrived in Louth. So tell us Pierce McGill and how his name came into it. Well, Pierce McGill is a sitting county councillor in Louth. He's described by Sinn Féin as a lifelong Republican. And he first became a Sinn Féin county councillor in 2004. He said in a statement that he was made aware of allegations of sexual abuse of two boys who were minors by an IRA member. So when he got this information, what did Councillor McGill, he's now Councillor McGill, but what did as then Mr McGill do about it? Well, Councillor McGill says he knows the family concerned for 30 years and he says he urged the victims to come forward to the authorities. Did he not go to the authorities himself? No, he didn't. And Councillor McGill uh, said that in a statement to the Dundalk Democrat. Um, the statement reads, I was acutely aware that the best agency to deal with the matter were the Gardaí and advised the family to report the matter to the Gardaí. The victims disclosed the abuse when they became adults and decided not to notify the Gardaí. I fully recognise that going to the authorities is a huge step for victims and supported their decision. Over the intervening period, I have continued to support the family and advise them to go to the Gardaí. With the agreement of one of the alleged victims, I arranged to accompany them to the Garda station to make a complaint. However, shortly before the meeting, the alleged victim decided not to go ahead at that time. I am aware that a former complaint has been made and a Garda investigation is underway. I hope that this will lead to some closure, justice and support for the family. I will provide any information I have on the matter as part of the Garda investigation and will continue to support the family. Uh, What did Councillor McGill say when he was contacted by that newspaper, the Dundalk Democrat? We heard the statement there. Well, let's have a listen to Jean Yor, a reporter with the Dundalk Democrat. Well, at first, um, there was no comment from Councillor McGill at all. Um, We we were trying to to get a comment from him. But then, um, after a number of days, um, a statement came out through the Sinn Féin press office. Now, we did try and contact Councillor McGill himself to see what he had to say about this matter. What did he say to you? Well, very little. When I contacted him on Monday asking for a comment on the statement or an interview, he said he had nothing to add to the statement. OK, Paddy McDonald, uh, lunchtime producer, thank you very much for that. Uh, Jed Nash is the Minister of State at the Department of Jobs. Jed Nash, what exactly is going to be brought up in the debate this afternoon? Is, is it stories like that? Do you know? Well, I'm not aware of what uh, others uh, intend uh, to address, but uh, certainly from my own point of view, I intend to speak at that debate. Uh, and I uh, intend to uh, be very forceful in terms of the uh, issues that uh, Sinn Féin are dealing with, or indeed, more appropriately, failing to deal with in relation to uh, their treatment uh, of people like Maria Cahill, a very brave and courageous woman uh, who was raped, who was subjected to a kangaroo court, and who has yet uh, to have uh, justice, uh, as I would see it, uh, either from Sinn Féin and the IRA or anybody else. I think this is going to be a very important debate.
uh, I think uh, there's an onus now uh, this afternoon and over the next few days uh, on Sinn Féin and particularly some of their newer TDs to make a break with the past uh, to make sure that they put the spotlight on where it should be on their party leadership and any members of their own organisation there was information about the uh, abuse of children and they should come forward with that information and make sure that information gets into the hands of the appropriate authorities. Clearly okay. in the case of, of, of the uh, particular case that you're referring to uh, in your package uh, just a, a moment ago uh, it's clear that uh, the individual uh, the individual who um, uh, seems to have received uh, information about these allegations a number of years ago, Councillor McGill had this information and chose not to bring it to the uh, attention of the guards. Now everybody who has information and anybody who has information in relation to the alleged rape of children should bring that to the authorities and have it appropriately investigated by the legitimate authorities, authorities of this republic. Okay, I, I think he, he did encourage people to go to the guards. He didn't go to but, the guards but, himself. But, but the, point it, is, the point is there is an onus on individuals who have information about allegation, allegations of sexual abuse against children to bring those allegations and bring those claims to the appropriate authorities. And in this case, clearly, while Councillor McGough claims that, in fact, he supported the family throughout uh, the intervening period, quite a number of years, uh, it's clear that uh, the individual concerned failed to bring the information that he has directly to the guard, guard okay. authorities, which right. is... is obligation as a citizen. And has anyone ever approached you as a politician uh, to, to let you know about allegations of sexual abuse? And if such was the case, did you go to the guards? Uh, well, they, they haven't. Um, uh, but uh, having said that, uh, if uh, uh, information was provided to me uh, in relation to any allegations of this nature, uh, the first thing that I would do, uh, not just as a public representative, but as a citizen, uh, and I would have an obligation to do this, is to bring this to the attention of uh, TUSLA, for example, the Child and Family Agency, uh, and to the uh, Garda authorities. All right, let's bring in Potty McLaughlin, who is the Sinn Féin spokesperson on Justice. Good afternoon to you, Deputy McLaughlin. Good afternoon. Uh, in that context, same question to you. Has anyone ever approached you over the years saying that they've been a victim of abuse or they've concerns about the safety of children? And if so, what did you do? Yeah, when I was a teenager um, back in Donegal, um, uh, I was aware of a, uh, a, a friend of mine who was my age, also a teenager, um, you know, that she had been a victim of uh, abuse within her family. She came from a Republican family in the north. Uh, and as part of that, the uh, RUC investigated that matter at the time. Uh, I would have gone to the local Garda station in Bunkrana uh, and cooperated with the RUC investigating officers. Um, and I came from a very Republican family myself. Uh, and what happened was that the person responsible uh, was convicted. Okay. Uh, and in the circumstances where you're now an elected representative, that was something that happened when you were a teenager. And, and obviously that was the support that you gave to that individual. But in terms of you as a public representative, has it ever happened? Uh, no, no. And I, I think the, the issue here is that, and I've seen the statement from Pierce McGill, um, you know, the, the, well, first of all, it's to be welcomed that these matters have now been brought to in Garda Shikana. And I, I want to further add that Martin McGuinness has written to uh, Antishock and he's called for, uh, on a north-south basis, uh, a mechanism uh, that is fully funded by both governments to support victims uh, of sexual abuse during the conflict. As you know, Jonathan, there was no policing service uh, that was accountable or acceptable to the nationalist community. So these matters weren't properly investigated in the way that we would but expect the, in a modern absolutely, democracy. But, but, but in, in the context of something happening in the Republic where there was on Garda Shia Khanna, that somebody could have gone to and reported them there, that there was a different story. There's no point in saying we didn't have an effective police force here because we did in the South. 
Yeah, but the, the point is made by Councillor Pierce McGill that, that, that you know the people involved were adults when they came to him. He, he, he encouraged them. He actually was going to go with, to the Garda station with them, and they didn't at that time. But it, it's very welcome that that matter now has been fully investigated by Garda Connor. I also want to make this point because the Taoiseach uh, in the doll, you know, talked about people being moved to safe houses in Donegal, Louth, and so on. Now you'll recall, Jonathan, I made a call at that time for the Taoiseach to bring that information immediately to Angarda Shikana. Uh, and I also offered as a public representative for the people of Donegal to receive any evidence that he had of names and that I would also look at the matter because I would be outraged to my core if I believed that anybody uh, had been you know, moved well, to a safe house in Donegal. Okay, well, well, we have been told the interim guard, the commissioner, confirmed today that they are looking into the claims that sex abusers were moved across the border by the IRA. So the well, investigation is I, underway. I don't know whether it was Enda Kenny handed her a dossier or whether information came from elsewhere, but it certainly is being investigated. Well, I'm specifically talking about um, the case of Donegal. Uh, the, and I quote the Taoiseach, he said that uh, persons were moved to safe houses in Donegal um, and I am calling on the Taoiseach to provide evidence but I'm also making the offer again today that if he has that information, uh, if he's given it to Ingarda Shikana, I would also take the information and look into those matters myself. Okay, can, can we just talk about uh, uh, Jerry Adams in particular? Um, Jerry Adams waited until 2009 to tell the authorities that Liam Adams had abused his daughter. Now, Liam Adams had been working with minors from 1998 until 2004 in County Louth. Jerry Adams was in possession of information. He didn't go to the Gardaí when he could have done. Is that acceptable? Well, my understanding uh, of that case is that these allegations, uh, well, they're not allegations, they're facts, uh, were reported to the RUC and to social services in the 1980s. So they had been reported um, and... You know, there was a whole gap, uh, tragically, because it appears the RUC at the time were more interested in recruiting people as agents than actually investigating this very serious matter. Uh, my, Jerry, my point is that Liam Adams was working in the Republic and he was working in Louth. In 2000, Jerry Adams told the trial that Liam Adams admitted the abuse to him, but he never went to the Gardaí, despite knowing that he would have been working with minors. Well, in fairness to Jerry Adams, he did cooperate fully. Uh, he gave evidence against his brother in a court of law. Now, these the matters, these, and these matters, yes, he gave evidence against his brother, and also these matters are being fully investigated in a review right now as we speak uh, by the DPP and by the PSNI in the North. So Jerry Adams' cooperation has been fully examined by a legal process independently in the North. Okay, what about the South? Well, uh, the, the, the incidents that uh, took place in the north. OK. Um, Jed Nash, just on the point of the debate this afternoon, just one tweet I got earlier on. So the Doyle is to hold a kangaroo court to discuss an alleged kangaroo court in another jurisdiction. That'll be very helpful. Is it the case this afternoon that you're just going to lash Sinn Féin for five hours? We're not going to learn or achieve anything? No, I think uh, there's a serious matter of uh, public uh, interest uh, at stake here. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, we need to use our national parliament to remind people of their responsibilities as citizens, not just as public representatives, uh, to ensure that anybody who has information in relation to the abuse of children attempts to cover up the abuse of children and indeed the kind of kangaroo courts that we've become familiar with now, I think, in the south over the last two weeks in the context of Maria Cal case can be fully uh, explored. Uh, I don't think any public representative in this country should uh, in any way uh, fear 
some kind of an examination uh, of their conduct uh, or their behaviour in our national parliament. And uh, I think we should have a constructive debate this afternoon. Uh, I think that's what the Irish people want. Uh, yes, there are serious questions for Sinn Féin to ask. Sinn Féin has information, I believe, about these very serious issues, uh, going back a long number of years, about the abuse of children, about alleged cover-ups. The government doesn't have the extent of the information, uh, uh, as far as I could establish, uh, that uh, 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 Sinn Féin may have. Sinn Féin knows which IRA, IRA men abused children in the north. They know that people were moved down to the south. We want to know where they are. Well, okay. it's well let, let's put that where they are. Uh, po- and and that appropriate, proper investigations can be taking place. Not the kind of kangaroo court uh, scenario that uh, brave women like Maria Cahill were subjected okay. to. Okay. Pa- Patrick McLaughlin, bring you in there. The cynicism is literally dripping off Jed Nash. Uh, I mean, the political opportunism, I mean, the fact that we have five hours of debate today, there are over 300 cases on the deaths of the Taoiseach and the Minister for Justice. Some of those cases are families alleging murder and cover-up. Uh, the most serious allegations you can make, they cannot get a ma- meeting with the Taoiseach, they cannot get a comment from the Taoishock, they cannot get a debate it's on the floor. The uh, uh, yeah, and, and the cynicism, I didn't interrupt you, I didn't, I didn't interrupt Jed you. Nash, we let Patrick McLaughlin finish the point. I'll bring you back then. Uh, 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 the fact is that there are families in this state who are alleging murder of their loved ones, uh, who are alleging cover-up, who cannot get a meeting with the Taoiseach, cannot get a comment from the Taoiseach or the Minister for Justice, cannot get any debate uh, in the Houses. Yet when there's an opportunity to score political points, the public will see very clearly that five hours are set aside today for pure cynicism and political opportunism from the Labour Party, from Finn Gael and from Fianna Fáil. So you're saying it's not worthy to have a debate on this, is it? Oh, oh, oh I think that this matter should be debated. Uh, I believe there should be solutions put on the floor. Martin McGuinness uh, has provided uh, uh, leadership and has put forward uh, you know, solutions for having justice for the people. And let's be clear, there were tens of thousands of men and women in the IRA from the late uh, 1960s to the mid-1990s. Obviously, within that number, there must have been people who were abusers, who were, you know, who were bad people. Uh, and, and I'm in no denial uh, that there must be victims who need justice. But be clear, okay. the Labour Party, while in government, have cut funding to domestic violence, yeah, to rape crisis centres. I have to let Jed Nash back in. Patrick McLaughlin, I have to let Jed... Jed Nash back in, please. Point scoring, political point scoring. I really, uh, I'm I'm intrigued at the claims that are consistently levelled against the government. Or indeed, uh, the media, uh, any other political party, or individuals, in fact, who uh, draw attention to uh, Sinn Féin and the IRA's failings in this regard. This is about children who are raped. It's about the cover-up of rape of children. Nothing more, nothing less. I mean, the the, the issue here is that there was a systematic uh, attempt, it seems to me, by the Sinn Féin organisation and the IRA to cover uh, these uh, type of uh, very egregious issues. Up, uh, that is an absolute sure slur and an untruth. An absolute slur and an untruth. You're a disgrace for making that type of comment. No. But I have to say, Jed, knowing you personally, I'm deeply disappointed to hear those types of comments coming from you. OK, this is the, probably the tone of the debate that's going to take place later. But Potter McLaughlin, can I just finish up by asking you, you have been very vehement in your support of Gerry Adams and uh, saying you believe what Gerry Adams has told you. But have you sat down with Gerry Adams, man I, to man, and put I, these points to him? and asked him questions in a way that perhaps we can't do in the media. And if such is the case, have you gotten answers that you're satisfied with? I I am satisfied with Gerry Adams' answers, and they'll go further. I've known Gerry Adams since I was a very young uh, lad, uh, but have you, have you sat down specifically I, on I these issues? The matter, I have discussed these matters with Gerry Adams, and I can tell you that I do not believe, uh, you know, the, the slur 
uh, you know, that has been put against Sinn Féin, uh, this allegation of cover-up. I mean, the people out there see this for what it is. It is sheer cynicism and political opportunism. I mean, the, the members of Sinn Féin are as decent as the members of the Labour Party, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. Is anybody seriously suggesting that I or any other Sinn Féin public representative would be involved in some organisational cover-up of child abuse? But, it's but, an it, but it, it, on our character, uh, on the representation that we've given our communities, and it needs to stop. Can I just... Can I just... I got, very quickly, please. Yeah. No, I, I, I've, I've, I've huge amount of respect for Parry McLaughlin as an individual I know Parik very well and uh, I'm, I'm glad that Parik has said that we, we know each other very well and we work well together on a lot of issues uh, I think though that there is I mean I'm not for one minute claiming that Parik McLaughlin individually was responsible for covering up anything uh, my concern is that there was a culture in the organisation uh, where this was allowed to happen uh, where it has continued to happen over a long period of years and there is an onus and I think Parik would accept this and in fairness to Parik Parik I think would accept this that you know where wrongdoing is identified and where there are issues uh, I would expect that people uh, of the integrity uh, of Porig McLaughlin would stand up and accept that there is an issue, bring that forward and put the questions okay. that need to be put to his own party leader and to people in leadership positions in Okay, and, and, and the last question I want to put to you, Porig, is just, just back on, on the Gerry Adams issue, the Liam Adams issue, that Gerry Adams knew Liam Adams was working with minors for four years after he admitted the abuse that, that he had done, Liam Adams' abuse. Would you have done the same or would you have gone to the guards? Well, I'll say this, you know, having looked at this case and there's been extensive reporting on the case, as I say, there's an independent review of the entire case and Gerry Adams' cooperation by the DPP and the independent process. Gerry Adams, uh, uh, you know, these matters no, the, were reported... The, the, the question is, would you have gone to the guards in, if you knew today? Somebody came to you today and says, I abused a child in the past, but I'm working with kids now. Would you go to the guards? What Gerry Adams knew, my understanding of the case, was that the matters were reported to the RUC in the North and to social services back in the day. Uh, and it was a matter within his own family, a matter where he said, you know, he has, and people will understand listening to this, that abuse has been rife across Irish society and families. It's an extremely I'm, I'm, difficult I'm not debating matter. that. It's a very sensitive I, 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 issue. But I, the question I'm asking say, is you, part of Glockham. What would I you do? I can only say, as, as a human being, as a decent human being, uh, I, I can't, you know, if this happened within my own family, uh, you know, I say it would be very, very painful if it was reported to the appropriate authorities at the time, you'd imagine this matter was dealt with. You're a TD in the South. Would you go to the guards? I'm saying to you very clearly, if something like this happened in my family over a, a, a prolonged period, um, you know, it's extremely complex, extremely difficult. But what is fact is that Gerry Adams understood that these allegations were reported to the RUC and the social services back in the 1980s, so they were reported, and that he gave evidence against his own brother, uh, which helped convict his brother in a court of law. That was extremely difficult, and I think most decent people listening today understand that. Would you go to the guards if somebody came to you today and said, I'm, I abused children in the past, but I'm, I, but you, and you knew he was working with minors now. Would you go to the guards on that point? Well, that's I a very say, central point. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to give any fervour because this matter has been looked at by an independent legal process in the North, and I respect that process. Let's see what the outcome is. OK, we leave it there. Uh, Potter McLaughlin of Sinn Féin, Jed Nash of the Labour Party, both of whom will be taking part in that five-hour debate in the Doyle a little bit later on.